0: We were studying the book of Daniel together in our daily Bible study time, and yesterday, if you were with me, we left Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego in a difficult situation. The king had had asked his, some of his strongest soldiers to tie up these three young men because they wouldn't worship the golden image that he had set up, and he had asked the men to throw them into the fiery furnace which had been heated seven times hotter than before, and it was so hot that as they got close to the furnace to throw them in, they themselves were killed. And notice what happened in verse twenty four of Daniel chapter three. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisers, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Amazing. He looks into the fire, and these guys are not consumed. That furnace is so hot, it should have burned them up in a matter of moments, probably a couple of minutes. They would be nothing but dust. That's the, that results from fire. But he said, weren't these men tied up and thrown into the fire? But they're, I guess their ropes burned off, but they did not burn. Somebody said they would not bow, they would not bend, and they would not burn. And that's certainly true. And, and it's amazing. But he said, what's more amazing is I thought we threw three men in there, but I see four men. And one of them looks like a son of the gods. Well, here again, he's confusing who's really in there. It's not a son of the gods. It's the son of God. I think this is one of those pre-entrances of Jesus into this world before he comes as a baby. Several times in the Old Testament, God sends someone from heaven. This is probably Jesus himself that he sent to the fiery furnace to take care of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And even though Nebuchadnezzar is still blinded by his own sins and still dead in his own sins, he has enough insight to see that this must be some supernatural person. He calls him son of the gods, plural. But still, that's that's a, at least a little bit of a step of advancement in his understanding. But let's go on. Verse 26, Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace, and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the satraps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, and not one was a hair of their heads singed, their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar said Praise be to the God of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego who has who has sent his angel and rescued his servants they trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god Therefore I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego be cut in pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble, for no other God, for no other God can save in this way. Uh, once again, some slight insights are coming to Nebuchadnezzar, and he promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. So once again, God is revealing himself to a heathen pagan wicked king and yet the king is slowly beginning to get some concept that God is greater than the gods he serves the god he gods he worships and i think it's important for us to recognize that this god that he serves and this god that they worship is is the really the god who matters and the god who is king of kings and lord of lords and I I think we need to recognize that our God is able. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly more than we ask or think. And he is able to provide for us in ways that we cannot imagine. Well, I want to go back now and pick up what the dream was that back in chapter 2 that God revealed to God gave to Nebuchadnezzar that Daniel revealed to him, I think it's important that we understand that, that dream, that prophecy that God gave. And it's an amazing chapter, and it's got some prophecy in it that's especially Dr. Harry Ironside of the past used to say, it contains the most complete yet the most simple prophetic picture that we have in all of the Word of God. One reason I believe the Bible is true because the prophecies that God has given have come true to prove that he keeps his word. Most of Daniel, prophes- most of what Daniel prophesied has already come true. But there is much yet to come true. God revealed to Daniel the contents and the interpretation of the dream that was given to the king. In verse 36, the Bible said this was the dream which Daniel had explained and now will tell his interpretation. So chapter 2 reveals the dream and reveals the interpretation. What God is giving is a sweeping picture of history, an overall view of history from the time of Nebuchadnezzar until Jesus comes again. This chapter depicts the development and decline of the kingdoms of men and the eternal, never-ending kingdom of God.
1: In his dream,
0: Nebuchadnezzar saw a great statue an immense statue of extraordinary splendor standing in front of him. And he said "He said its appearance was awesome. It was brilliant. It reflected light. It was terrifying. In fact, it was such a statue that he hadn't been able to sleep after he had had this dream. Now, the statue is made like this. It has a head of gold. It has breast and arms of silver. It has a belly and thighs of bronze. It has legs of iron. And, and it's, it has feet partly of iron and partly of clay. Well, what does all this mean? Well, we need to go and see what God told Daniel. What is the interpretation? And because the statue pictures the four worldwide Gentile kingdoms, most people, because we see the scripture says that there is coming the times of the Gentiles. That starts with Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian Empire, which was uh, not a Jewish empire, but it was an empire that came from the Gentiles, and we're going to talk more about that tomorrow. So I hope you'll come and be with me tomorrow, or not come and be with me, but just listen. God bless you. Have a great day.